0: You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. This is the Jabberjaw Podcast
1: Network. Visit JabberjawMedia.com for more shows like this one.
0: What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Break It Down Podcast. I'm going to be out on the road this week, next week, and you can come see me. I'd love to see everybody. When I say I'm out on the road, I mean me and Toby, as in Matt and Toby, which is a band that I play in. Uh, Toby and I have an album that we put out, and we're out on tour now with the Classic Crime. Here's the places that we are. St. Louis, Little Rock, Dallas, San Antonio, Mesa, Arizona, S- Los Angeles, Sacramento, Portland, and Seattle. That's February 28th through March 10th. Basically, first week of March here. So come out and see us. You can do even do a VIP thing if you want to, and come hang out with me and Toby on the bus and drink a beer with us on our tour bus. So we'd love to see y'all there. My guest on the show today is a really fun one. I would really enjoyed talking to her. Her name is Kelly Hogan, and she has a, a blog called My Zero Carb Life. That's not her main job or anything, but she does that blog, and she eats similar to the way that I eat. So I thought it'd be fun to talk to her about what the experience is like. And what I'm talking about here is as she puts it, zero carb, and I talk about it as being a carnivore diet where I'm pretty much only eating meat, pretty much only animal products, some meat, some cheese, and that's about it, and uh, Kelly does the same thing, and she works in a Facebook group where she talks to people and stuff about it, and there's like 17,000 people eating this way that that's just in that couple of Facebook groups that she's associated with, and it's real interesting. So you might think we're crazy, but I don't think we are, so let's sit back and listen to this conversation and... Uh, See what you think about it. I'd love to hear your thoughts on it. And if you have any big things I'm missing, I am wide open to evidence or even opinion. So I'm I'm listening if you think we're crazy. But hear this conversation out and learn a little bit more about it. And as always, you can go to rockabilia.com and get some merchandise, band merchandise, hoodies, t-shirts, beanies, good stuff. Uh, officially licensed, it's it's where I recommend that you go buy merch of a, the general sort you get a Misfits t-shirt, Nirvana's t-shirt, Mastodon, I don't know Whatever you like, you probably get Emory stuff over there I know you can, in fact Anyway, use the code PCBreakItDown at Rockabilia.com, and You'll get 15% off of whatever you get Alright, enjoy the episode Break it down, Dada Break it down, oh break it down Break it down, oh, break it down. Break it down, oh, break it down. Break it down, oh,
2: break it down. Let's Yeah!
0: Well, Kelly, thank you for joining me today.
2: Oh, I'm so glad to be on the show. Thank you very much for having me.
0: Okay, so let's just... I've been doing some different things with diet, and I even talked to an exercise guy, and I'm not even an exercise person yet. It's something that I'd like to do in my future, but I've spent the last couple of years thinking more intensely about diet, but um, I've tried a bunch of different diets over the years, but uh, I ran into low-carb originally back in about 2000, with Atkins, at 2001. Uh, my mom got me into Atkins diet, and we I used it, and I play in a band uh, with Toby that booked this interview and stuff like that. And two or three people in my band lost like thirty or forty pounds. Then we started yeah. looking good. Then we got signed, and then we had a musical career. So part of that hinged on people doing the Atkins diet and losing weight. So it's a big Great. part of my of our backstory as a, as a band and and career, which is just kind of funny. Uh, and then I remember at that time how people would think about and look at Atkins or low carb or eating meat, and and if I felt really silly and all the arguments you get into with people when you tell them what you're up to it was really difficult and then now it's kind of crazy like it's up to the edge now where people are starting to believe that these carbs are problems it's not even it's like totally it's like totally out there in pop culture now that carbs are bad which is exciting
2: yes it is mainstream now yeah it's
0: close I wouldn't quite call it mainstream most people still think I'm supposed to be eating lean chicken breast and kale I think but
2: (laughs) People have at least heard of us now. Yeah, but
0: at least they're aware that it's not just some fringe group of Ron Swanson's out there or something right. like that. <laughs> but I exactly. would love to hear your uh, story of how you got into, I think it's really interesting. Oh, I, you know what? I think it's inspiring, to be honest. But let's do this. Uh, we'll we'll go through now and just talk about what your experience has been um, in, in the way you eat and how it's impacted you personally and stuff like that. So I don't know where you typically right. like to start, but I'm interested in in your story.
2: All right. Well, i would never actually heard of Atkins um, 13 years ago. I was kind of a newlywed, been married a couple years, mm-hmm. and um, I was very overweight. And I had tried, I had tried a lot of things. I had tried calorie restriction, exercise. How, how big were you? Um, I was just over 260 pounds.
0: 260 for a
2: woman—that's that's, that's a pretty good size it's, woman.
0: It's very, very big size, I think. And yes. what, what, what? I mean, no offense to anybody—is no, that weight or you? It. But what, what height are you?
2: I'm 5'9". Five five so nine. I'm I'm fairly tall, but still, I was. Um, I knew I needed to lose weight, mm-hmm. and I tried. I, at one point, I even tried eating straight up pickles. I mean, for weeks, I ate jars and jars of pickles. Oh, I man. tried. Uh, anything though that I heard that was going to somehow fix this. But I'd been heavy my whole life. Um, like I said, I was married. My husband loved me. And he is not a big guy. Mm-hmm. So I was really self-conscious. Uh, I was happily married with him, but I wasn't all that happy with myself. So I was um, just self-conscious in general. I went to my doctor, and he's a pretty blunt old guy. Mm-hmm. He's, in his, he's late 80s. Mm-hmm. And he said... Well, so again, oh, the reason I was there, I forgot to mention, I was getting repeated staph infections. Like <laughs> the old school name would be Boils. Oh How my gosh. How sexy is sexy, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, I was only in my mid twenties mm-hmm. and they were painful. I would have to go in and have this doctor lance them.
0: Oh my god.
2: Drain. Oh uh, yeah. It was it was And gross. what did you
0: think was the cause of that at the time? you didn't think it was well, weight related I, or diet related? Um,
2: so i didn't know i went Mm -hmm. to the doctor and he finally just threw it out there he had said before you know you need to lose some weight he was real casual about it in the past but about the fourth or fifth time i had to go to him to have things Mm lanced, he said i'm gonna tell you it's the carbs and i I had no idea i said i don't even know what that is (laughs) (laughs) and he said well let me give you a little brochure. It was a, a little paper, mm-hmm. and on the front, it had basically every food that I loved. <laughs> it had right. cereal and bread, sweets, um, sweet drinks, most everything. You're that drinking I ever cokes
0: eaten. when you're thirsty and stuff. Well, sweet tea. I was
2: I was smart enough to have, I was already on diet soda at uh-huh. least. But um, I did have a big sweet tooth. So I would try so hard. It's not like I was binge eating donuts or anything. Mm-hmm. I would try so hard to be good, but I didn't lose weight. And then I would eventually get hungry and eat something stupid. Also, I was raised in the um, fat-free, low-fat right. era. Right. My parents were huge on that. And they were convinced that my weight issue, like most everybody then, you're it was fat. related. You're too fat. much fat.
1: Right.
2: So I would eat fat-free cereal with fat-free skim milk. For three meals a day and wonder how I was still so fat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sad, right. but true. Yep. Meanwhile, I'm starving and, and miserable. So I go to the doctor. He says, it's the carbs. I'm sure it's the carbs. You have inflammation in your body. It's causing boils. It's causing weight problems. Your blood work is out of whack. He said, I think it's like a metabolic syndrome. There's, your metabolism can't deal with carbs.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: He said, and so I looked on the sheets, And at that point, I thought, well, what's left? What right. could I even eat? He turns it over, and there's a list of meats. There are some low-carb vegetables on there, you know, green beans and Mm -hmm. cucumbers, nothing too exciting, eggs and cheese. But then he said, you can eat as much of these foods as you want. And And this is what year? That's
0: pretty good for a doctor. It's relatively progressive for a doctor to say in what year?
2: 13 years ago. Wow, that's good. Yeah, right? Uh, Looking back, I'm forever grateful to him. He's still alive he's still my doctor um, he said do it for a year come back and see me he said if you, you've got to lose at he's least saying, don't eat a carbs. carb for one year <laughs> don't eat a carb for a year well at that point the, the low carb vegetables were allowed right right but throughout that year I kept lowering them more and more I called my dad on the way home that day I said hey I'm going to try to stop eating carbs and then I was driving while I was on the phone and I said wait does that include potatoes he said yeah I'm yep. pretty sure that includes potatoes <laughs>
0: Cause you think, <laughs> so well, I how really, can a potato be get bad? How can bread right? be bad? That's it's the not help. That's nor work. that's normal food. That's a vegetable or something, you know.
2: Exactly. Yeah. Um, so I had a lot to learn for sure. But during that, the first month, I lost about thirty pounds because mm-hmm. I went pretty hardcore. I didn't care anything about vegetables. The only thing on the other side of that sheet that I liked was meat, eggs, and cheese. Mm-hmm. So that's mostly what I did. Did you feel uh, Did, did eat-
0: you feel bad though? Like even at that point, yes. I, there's this weird thing yes. that, that I just—it's hard for people to get their head around. I have no problem with it, but people think um. I'm an idiot often. <laughs> but people have these these really deep seated feelings of guilt associated with certain foods or fatty foods or bacon. You know, people do bacon shaming, whatever it is. Right. It's like, it doesn't matter if your doctor tells you this is what you need to eat. You still feel bad about it and you don't want to do it and then then you don't notice it but in your own head you're going like well i can't eat more ground beef that would just be it would just be wrong i'm hungry and it tastes good and my doctor told me to but that's just wrong did you have that problem getting into it because a lot of people i
2: didn't at first because i was young i wasn't mm -hmm. concerned about my heart i was concerned about looking skinny and mm -hmm. that's all i cared about then but you you believed
0: your doctor that it would work or you you were willing to try anything i guess at that point
2: oh it it worked so quickly Mm -hmm. That there was no not a lot of time to even determine if he mm-hmm. was right. I noticed immediately 30 pounds in a month is hard to argue with. Yeah, my dad, right, right. my dad, who was forever the nut like low fat vegetable, he's a pastor. Mm-hmm. I mean, he he's like, You're you're not eating any vegetables. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, at that point, I said, well, a little bit of green beans. He said, well, you, you need your vegetables. You Just know, because
0: you need your vegetables. Just because. You need your yeah, vegetables because right. you
2: need your vegetables. Right. Of course you do. And so I did keep those in my diet. For five years, I did low-carb, hardcore low-carb, and lost 130 pounds.
0: 130?
2: 130. In a year? Um, It was a little more than a year. In mm-hmm. one year, I'd lost about 100. That's awesome. Uh, about, yeah. The doctor did not even know who I was when I walked in.
0: That's great. He had
2: to, yeah, it was great. Well, what here's what I found. What led me to zero carb? So the low carb, it, it worked. And when you it say really low carb, did.
0: what what is that? What would you call? Was that thirty or fifty a day, or something like that? Um, twenty to fifty.
2: Say more like the thirty. End. Yeah. Twenty to thirty. Yeah. It was very low carb. Yeah, that's what yeah. I
0: would consider low carb in general. Be twenty or thirty a day. Yeah.
2: Okay. I was pretty strict. Not about that it. I'm an
0: authority. That's just the way I think.
2: Okay, well, I'm with you. Um. But what I started to find at the end of that five years, I was very thin. Mm-hmm. I mean, I looked, I looked decent. I was working out a lot.
0: Mm-hmm. In the fact, whole time or come, just after, you know, like right um, away?
2: I started off just taking some neighborhood walks because I was still big.
0: Mm-hmm. But, but you weren't an exerciser time, at all before.
2: Um, No, except for Or when it when didn't I work looked, when
0: you tried to do it to lose right. weight. Right. Yeah, yeah.
2: You know, hit and miss. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm going to really try to work out, and it lasted two days kind right. of thing. But on the low carb, I really did work out. And, and if I thought I could have maintained that for the rest of my life, I probably would have, uh-huh. but I started after five years, I got tired and I felt, I want a family. I was infertile. Um, my cycles had stopped for two years. They'd stopped
0: what, when you were big. <laughs>
2: Uh, No, this was at the end of the five years of low-carb. So about three years into low-carb, my cycle stopped. I was working out like a mad person. Mm -hmm. I was not eating – I was keeping my carbs to 20, 30 a day, but I was also restricting the amount of meat I ate because I thought it was going to help me lose faster. I got very addicted to this. All right. That was five years. Mm -hmm. Then I ran – I thought, hmm, what if I cut out the last 20 to 30 Because I wonder if I could maintain my weight and not work quite as hard. Mm -hmm. Is it that 20 to 30 carbs that's making me have to work so hard in the gym, basically? Mm -hmm. So I decided to cut them out, stop going to the gym. (laughs)
0: Because you said you're working out like crazy. What was it that you were doing? An an
2: hour every morning Mm -hmm. and an hour every evening. And it was hardcore elliptical. Mm -hmm. I mean... You're trying to just
0: burn fat and calories off, or whatever. I just wanted to
2: stay skinny so Mm -hmm. bad. This was the first time in my life I had been, Mm -hmm. and I just felt very addicted to that. To that drive, that look was oh, it's finally happened.
0: Now, I would think somebody that lost 130 pounds, and I mean, can you speak to that a little bit? Like, I, I bet you looked terrific, relatively speaking. And why wasn't that? Why? Was that? Why was that Well, hard? your
2: head, it, it takes a long time for at least a lot of women for your head mm-hmm. to catch up right. to your eyes or to what's actually there. Because I'm sure all feeling, the
0: feedback, you guys, you look terrific. This is great. I can't yeah. believe it. You don't need to lose more weight. Yeah. I'm sure people were telling you that.
2: They did. Mm-hmm. And, I kind, and I saw it and I liked it, but there was a constant fear that it was going to come back. Mm-hmm. And I was not entirely sure that it was all diet. I thought it was more the workout. Mm-hmm. Well, so I started doing some reading. Can you eat an all-meat diet? I didn't even know. Is that a thing, Mm -hmm. you know? And so this was eight and a half years ago. So I'd been doing the low-carb for five years, and I decided to research zero-carb. And I found this community of people that they call themselves, um, that was zeroing in on health. Mm -hmm. And it was led by this man named Charles Washington. And Charles is in his 40s now. He had been doing zero-carb for a couple of years. And there was quite a community of people that looked good. They said, no, you don't have to work out. Only if you feel like it and have energy. If it makes you happy, work out. Otherwise, just eat no carbs and it'll be fine. You'll Mm -hmm. get your fertility back. Well, (laughs) you know, that sounded amazing. So I wanted to try.
0: Sounds kind of crazy, though. I mean, how would anybody like that know anything like that about that? Just, you know, it's insane sounding.
2: I I quit the two-hour workout. Mm Mm-hmm. Which is probably what had caused my cycle to stop. I can't, was, do you
0: know more? about I mean, obviously, we're going. I, I think people can see the writing on the wall that you probably got your fertility back. But yeah, this is probably where this is headed. But how could that be related to exercise? Do you have you have answers on that now? I mean,
2: well, and the fertility specialist I went to right away said you really need to back off of your exercise. She said. A hardcore nonstop hour every morning, hour every night is not good for your fertility. It puts your body in panic mode, coupled with the fact that oh. I had already lost so much weight. She said it's causing your hypothalamus gland okay. to basically freak out, Okay. and it stops ovulation. She said your body thinks you're dying.
0: <laughs> right. Yeah, because of <laughs> both combined. Because some people would say, well, you're eating so goofy. Your dad said you're not eating your vegetables. That's why your cycle right. is gone, Right,
2: so- right. Yeah. She said what I had already heard from online myself, thankfully. She was with me. She said, oh, no, a high fat. She told me you need to up your fat mm-hmm. because a high fat diet without carbs and relax a little wow. bit. Like lay off wow. of that elliptical a bit. She said that it's known for fertility. Okay, a really? Real I didn't know fertile. that.
0: That makes kind of makes sense. So you're saying like if you're just out there, you're just out there in the – you know, a hunter gatherer person, whatever it is, a, a, a prime, a, what do you, you, know, primitive human. Right. The, to have a child is an amazingly taxing thing on a body. You know, it's a yeah. ton, uses tons of resources, and specifically fat is a big one. You need to make the milk, to right. have the body fat, to be, you know, all those things. And you're dumping so much of your body into a pregnancy. Like we even know with miscarriage that if you're not balanced right, and there's weird things going yeah. on, we do not understand, it often will right. c- cause a miscarriage. But in your case, you were so low on probably restricted calories and fat content, yeah. and overworking yourself like you're running just to stay alive is what your b- yes. body must have thought that it said, look, we're not even fooling around with cycles because pregnancy is out of the question because we're barely yep. surviving.
2: Exactly. <laughs> I, had taken it, I had taken it too far. She said, you don't need the carbs. You need some more calories, some more fat, and you need to take it easy at the gym. Wow. And yeah, she was right. I have had three children since then, and they were all zero-carb pregnancies, which was an incredibly... Um, not known thing when I first yeah. became pregnant. Like, is that okay? That, that's a whole new You've had some good
0: up. doctors along the way here.
2: I really have. I'm very thankful.
0: Um, so how long until your cycle came back?
2: Um, it took, let's say I started in October, and I my cycle started back early spring, and I was pregnant in, I think it's early spring. I got pregnant in the summer.
0: I bet that was just so exciting. Just the awesome. just the cycle returning alone was probably like ho- holy shit. Look at this, yeah. right? It
2: was it was fantastic, wow. and so they did give me um, some. I cannot remember now what they called it. They gave me some medicine for the first one to try to encourage my hypothalamus gland. Mm-hmm. However, I've had nothing since then. She was. She said, you know, we might have to help you along with the first one, but if you follow this advice, you know you. Be all right. So there was much prayer involved, much resting, much meat,
0: mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> and and now I've had three little lovelies. So,
0: so it's, it's zero carb great. pregnancy. That sounds like something yeah. people would say. Well, no, okay. While you're pregnant, you got to eat carbs, though.
2: Yes, and they do. Some do say that. Uh-huh. I mean, people who don't really know. Of course, everybody says, "Oh, you have to have your fiber.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: You know, you have to have your fiber.
0: You got to have your fiber."
2: Well, you know, one of the most common issues for pregnant women as lovely as it is, is constipation and hemorrhoids, but that was never an issue because most people who do um, low-carb diets know if you're having an issue like that, you need more fat in your diet. Did you know that's a thing?
0: Well, (laughs) you know, people... when I was first low carbon, people were like, and you got to take the Metamucil and you just got to make sure to get the right. fiber because you can get all blocked up. All that meat's going to sit in your intestine and that's why you right. got to get that fiber up. So for not no nutritional reason other than just to use the bathroom, people were always telling me that I needed fiber. I was like, I guess, but I, you know, I never had a problem with it, but no. I could it's just one of those laundry list of things. People like say, so, yeah, but I mean fiber and you go, yeah, really? Yeah. Why? When they go, well, you know, I mean, cause you know, and, but it's not necessarily true. Just it's an easy automatic pushback thing. But yeah, my experience has been fiber not necessary.
2: No, no, it's really not. And if um fiber will shove whatever's in there out, mm-hmm. but that's not exactly the goal because it just puts more in there. Um if you're doing a low carb or zero carb diet, the rule of thumb is if you're going too often or too quickly <laughs> Mm-hmm. Then I'll back off the fat a little, and if it's a struggle, then add a little more fat.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, don't, in that, like, uh, what do they give you, castor oil or something, if you're constipated? Yep. You know what I mean? It's just a, it's just a big amount of, I don't know, if it's lubrication <laughs> yeah. or how it works exactly, but that's the. Yeah, you're right. So more, so, uh, yeah, I, I, more fat to move it along.
2: Yes, exactly. Um, so let me think where I was. All right, so uh, when I first started zero carb and backed off of the. um exercise regimen I did gain some weight and that's when I really started to question because the panic mode set in and I had to question what are you after now just being skinny or do you want to be a healthy mom Mm -hmm. and I chose healthy mom and I stuck with this for about six months my cycle returned at around that time and I had gained about 20 pounds Mm -hmm. which freaked me out a lot I bet it did um and then it came back up pretty quickly so I see this a lot. When people start lowering and lowering carbs, sometimes people will lose weight immediately. But then sometimes if calorie restriction had been involved at some point and overly working out your body, sometimes people will gain. But I try to tell folks, don't freak out. It's usually extremely temporary. And it's just your body adjusting to the fact that you are now properly feeding it. hmm and once it sort of trusts the fact that okay, I'm no longer being chased by a bear for two hours a day and starving in the woods, which is probably what it felt like for me, um, it can let go of that extra body fat, and it, that 20 pounds came back off. Then I immediately I found out I was pregnant, and I have not had trouble maintaining since. I only exercise when I feel energetic, and the only exercise I do is playing chase or tag with my kids. Mm-hmm.
0: And so, you don't ex- so now you don't exercise at all? I mean, nope. in any regular way? Zero formal just exercise, formal, right. no. You're an active person, I imagine.
2: I but, am yeah. active in that I'm an elementary school teacher and a mom, mm-hmm. but that's it. Mm-hmm. If there's a parking place right next to the store, though, I'm taking it. Mm-hmm. If there's an elevator, we're pushing buttons. <laughs> so,
1: you know, I'm not one yeah.
2: that's doing all that jazz just to burn extra calories. I do not wear a Fitbit watch, and even if I did, I don't care how many thousand calories it was, I'd stepped. Or
0: how many -hmm. steps a day. Right. And what do you weigh now?
2: I am 137.
0: And then with after the, the, I still am interested more in the the pregnancy part. We skipped through (laughs) that a little bit, but what, even after that, you didn't exercise.
2: No, I did not. And with at least one of my babies, with one of my babies, I was back to pre-pregnancy weight in two weeks
0: two weeks Look, two gosh, weeks gosh that's like stream extreme sounding <laughs> uh,
2: yeah I know <laughs> um and then with the third one I really didn't weigh very much but it did looking back at pictures I kind of was recapping the other day it didn't take very long mm. I still probably have about seven pounds more than before I got pregnant with a third but She's also still nursing, and I feel like that's important to keep just mm-hmm. a little body weight.
0: Mm-hmm. So, there's no other complications with the low carb pregnancy or anything there. It was easy. Was it harder with craving? You know what I mean. Like, what, tell oh, me yes. what that experience is like a little bit yeah. more.
2: Um, it was much harder because of I had quite a few food aversions, and I didn't even know what that really meant until mm-hmm. you get a positive test, and suddenly your favorite foods look disgusting.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I couldn't even look at uncooked meat, so I stuck yep. with a lot of um, scrambled eggs, bacon, and sausage that tasted good. I had to kind of cover it up sometimes with hot sauce or mustard. No sugar, just mm-hmm. like straight up Tabasco. Yeah. <laughs> just so I couldn't taste it, and that normally passed in about twelve weeks. You know, that first trimester yeah, was rough. Bad. Yeah. And then after, that, I never threw up a single time with any pregnancy. Never had any of the typical issues. Certainly not gestational diabetes. Well, that's what I was going to say because that's the big no.
0: thing. Is oh, you got gestational gestor- gestor- diabetes. Right. Everybody's blood sugar goes well. Not if you're on low carb. It's not. It's no. like the opposite. The, the the diet issue that most people have when they're pregnant yeah. is and too much sugar and high blood sugar. I mean,
2: exactly. So you know the test where you have to drink yes. all the sugar you know, stuff. Yeah,
0: the, the Pedialyte or whatever, the super concentrated Kool Aid. You got to drink and get your test taken. Yes,
2: you know? I never that's
0: took so, it. So nasty. Oh, you didn't I, have to take I've,
2: it. I've heard, but I never took it because my doctor said if you were to fail, we would put you on your current diet. <laughs> <laughs> that he is said, true. That's nothing, exactly right. Yeah. And I sound like yeah. I've
0: been pregnant before, but I just have been attentive to my wife when she's been pregnant. I really enjoy that time of of life. I love pregnancy and Aww. babies. I'm really, I just like them, so I pay pay attention. But yeah, I'm all into the tests, and I've tasted that yeah. stuff, and you know, I try to advise my wife through. The thing, and I remember she's she's real. She won't eat chicken when she's pregnant or something. This is oh, one of those yeah. aversion things. I know everything you're talking about.
2: Yeah, but not Ooh, like chicken. I personally
0: know what it probably sounds like. Right.
2: So they did an A1C test on me and saw that my results were ridiculously low, and they were happy with me. And that was it. Hmm.
0: That's yeah. the weirdest thing that I've kind of discovered lately, and I'm not anti anything, doctor or medical or anything like that. But there's this weirdest thing to me that I've kind of, my eyes have been slowly opened a little bit to kind of the mentality and the notion that it's, it's more on that preventative side. People like to talk about preventative medicine, but really if you can just present yourself as a healthy person to your doctor, they just will respond to the fact that you are currently healthy and that, and really the best predictor of your future health is your current health.
2: You yep. know what I mean? So
0: if you're yep. healthy and feeling good and you have energy and it's working for you, it's way more about that and then that will your doctor will respond well. Like they're not going to, you know what I mean? Like they don't prescriptively if they go you're a person and I know what's best for you, that may not be true because people are so different. So whatever's right. working for a person that's actually working, the fruit of whatever yeah. it is. The doctors are not that big on arguing with you if if what you're doing is hitting their check boxes. And so right. that's what it sounds like there.
2: So I went to my same doctor. I went last week to have some blood work done. Just nothing wrong in the world. I said, i just like to see it. And mm-hmm. I put it on my blog. I'm really open about putting my blood work on there. And I think, that's called
0: My Zero Carb Life is your blog, by the way, right?
2: Yes, okay. Z-E-R-O, My Zero Carb Life. Thank you. Um, and I put my blood work because I think people, that's one of their number one questions mm-hmm. is, oh, but how is your cholesterol? When they hear that I literally eat beef all day mm-hmm. long, every day. Mm-hmm. About two pounds of beef, actually mm-hmm. <laughs> every day. And my cholesterol is so good. <laughs> it's good. It's so much better than before this diet. And my doctor has zero complaints. In fact, he's he continuously says, Don't change a thing. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. That's great. <laughs> yeah. That's great. Do you know what your cholesterol is? I mean, do you are you you know
2: I'm looking at it right now. I went ahead and put it up on the screen. So my total cholesterol is one sixty-eight. Um my triglycerides were sixty, HDL sixty-two. So that puts my um, that ratio, mm-hmm. my favorite one. Let's see. You know the one I'm trying that to look. HDL
0: the LDL one, or are you figuring, yeah, What do you yeah, figure in triglycerides with it? Yeah.
2: It, it puts it at about one, and anything under four is considered like you must have the good fluffy kind of cholesterol. It's yeah, not damaging. Right. That's, yeah. yeah.
0: Well, that, that's tremendous. Let's talk more about what you're actually eating. You say, I, don't th- I think people we haven't really even outlined it much here. We said zero, zero carbs, but that really does mean that you pretty much only yeah. eat meat.
2: Yes. So on weekends, sometimes I have time to scramble up some eggs. I may eat eggs. And mm-hmm. I have gone through periods during this eight years of zero carbs. I've gone through time periods where I do allow dairy for myself.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, right now, for the last month or so, I'm just trying to cut it out. It seems like my, I get a little bit of like a morning drippy nose if I eat dairy. Interesting. I don't know. It's a pretty minor tweak. But.
0: So, so what does it look like to just eat? And you, you say beef. Is it, Do you almost really only eat beef? You're not mixing it with pork and everything else? I mean, I, I think people still don't understand what you're saying about you just <laughs> yeah. eat meat. How does that okay. actually work out? Like what is it that you're eating and when?
2: So because I eat a large supper at night, I'm not usually hungry in the mornings. So I uh, my break my lunch break at school as a teacher is at eleven twenty. Mm-hmm. At eleven twenty, most every single day, I eat four beef patties, burgers, four burger patties. That
0: you cook at home?
2: Sometimes cook at home. They're frozen, and you
0: cook them. Out. What do you do?
2: Um, sometimes fresh. Well, hardly ever frozen, but sometimes I buy them out. Like I may go through a drive-through and just get four burger patties, yeah. or I may cook them at home. Right. But just four all beef, salt and pepper. Mm-hmm. Uh, no cheese even. No cheese, even. But
0: it'd be fine if you ate cheese. You just sure it
2: would. But yeah, plenty of zero carbers do great even with dairy, mm-hmm. and I have had great years with it. If I wanted to add bacon, I could add bacon. If I wanted to bring omelets, I could bring omelets. It's just I'm in kind of a rut right now, and I'm and okay with it. The so Burger patties are prepared.
0: are good.
2: They keep you full. They're, they're good. Simple, I mean, I cheap. love
0: it. Yeah, it sound, they're, they're great.
2: They're cheap and tasty, and you're not hungry for hours. Mm-hmm. So then at dinner that's time, that's about a which,
0: pound of meat you eat for on your 11 20 break. One pound yeah. for lunch. Okay. Yes. Four quarter pounders.
2: Correct. And then at dinner time, I'm sometimes hungry while my family is eating. And if I am, then I'll eat another pound. And if I'm not hungry at that point, then I wait and see if I'm hungry at bedtime. And typically, sometime between six and eight o'clock, I'll eat another pound of meat. You now, if my family is eating something that I can have, like right, if let me get this pork.
0: picture all the way dialed in. Okay. Like you have four patties stacked up, maybe already cooked, yep. maybe you're reheating it, maybe you put them in the skillet. I'd be curious yes. if you cook that many patties. I'm curious what your favorite method is because I'm sure you've honed it. But you just put them <laughs> down, eat them with a fork. You pick them up, eating your hands. You eat, you don't eat them with lettuce wrap. I mean, you just like how, Dude, how is it? Uh, it's just there are, four patties sitting no on a plate. Lettuce.
2: Yeah, they're just four on a plate. Mm-hmm.
0: And you eat it with a um, fork. <laughs>
2: If I'm being real civilized, eat them with a fork. But if they're not reheated,
0: <laughs> That's right. if
2: they're not heated up, I basically eat them like, if you would, a cookie.
0: Exactly. Because they're not yeah, like drippy, <laughs> but
2: I just pick them up and eat them like a cookie. Right. And they taste, if you're hungry, a burger patty will taste amazing. And here's yes. what people don't get. They say, oh gosh, how do you eat that all the time? If it's not tasty, then I wasn't hungry. Yeah, that's the deal. Because, <laughs> as some wise person once said, hunger is the best sauce.
0: That's good. Yeah. So it's you so eat true. four meat cookies a day, and that's—I mean, eight yes, meat cookies no, eight a day. Eight yeah. Meat cookies yeah.
2: A day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a pretty standard day. Now, if my mother-in-law is cooking pork chops or something, sure, I'll have whatever she's cooking. But you, you won't know, even touch the cooking. collard greens, though. Never. You wouldn't touch them if,
0: even if they were there. I mean. Like, th- let's, let's try to get into that part of it. Cause that, that okay. starts to get confusing to people. I think, why would right. you avoid, I mean, cause mm-hmm. it's not like it's a bunch of extra calories. I mean, it's not, nope. there's no carbs in the collard greens. So what could it possibly hurt to okay. eat lettuce and collard greens with your pork chop? All right.
2: Um, so here's what happened. I started um, when I was first switching to zero carb. This was eight years ago. I'd done low carb. I'd lost all the weight. But now at this point, I'm just curious. Do I have to have these carbs? And if I avoided them, remember, I wanted to stop working so hard. So I started doing my own blood sugar testing at home. I got a little monitor, and I wanted to see what foods raise your blood sugar. Because most people know by now, it's the ups and downs in your blood sugar that are making you fat. It's Mm -hmm. really... The, the highs and lows that are making you cranky, causing inflammation, yep, yep. and making... And you that
0: bad. false hunger thing is the, oh, just a yeah. hunger trigger from the yep. whatever hormone it kicks off after the insulin gets in there. What is that called? Gre- ghrelin or something. I don't know. Whatever.
2: That sounds good. Um, <laughs> so I wanted to see, well, if that's what's doing it, then let's find out what's making my blood sugar go up and down. Mm-hmm. For me, now this is not true of all humans, but for me, basically... Everything except meat, eggs, and cheese. Mm -hmm. Peanuts made it go up and down. Vegetables made it go up and down. Now, that is because I have metabolic syndrome, meaning I'm very insulin resistant. Mm -hmm. My body just does not react well to carbs. I'm very sensitive. Even like
0: three carbs in in something like a green vegetable? I mean... I mean, there's some carbs in meat, not zero.
2: No, that's true. They're trace. Absolutely. Eggs and cheese Mm -hmm. both have carbs. So we call ourselves, we, my, the community of zero carbers mm-hmm. call ourselves zero carbers, knowing that le- legit all food does have trace carbs, mm-hmm. small amounts. But really what it means is we eat from the animal kingdom,
1: mm-hmm.
2: no plants. Right. It's a zero plant diet right. would be a more accurate name. Um, but then that might mean to some people, oh, but I can have chocolate bars, but <laughs> you know, zero plants. But right. that's not it. All, all animal kingdom. So for me being very carb sensitive. I felt well, let's just try it without any carbs. And I actually felt better. And here was the number one reason for me to cut out carbs. I stopped craving carbs
1: mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> completely. Mm-hmm. It would almost be like somebody that's never had cocaine obviously does not ever crave carca- cocaine. Yeah. Versus if you were to have a little hit here and there. Right. It would drive you mad. Yes. It would drive you mad. And for me, I, on a low-carb diet spent all day every day thinking about how to make some low-card sweet treat. Splenda. Oh, it was all about the Splenda. Mm -hmm. And once I cut it out completely, it's like a switch was flipped. I have no desire for it at all. It's gone. So it's the freedom (laughs) from it. I'm so glad
0: to hear you say that because it's exactly my experience awesome. cuz i i mean listen i let's take this time out to say we're not prescriptive we ain't doctors right. listen no. to them what well, i'm just talking to you and i'm enjoying it cuz you're like me and other people are different than me yes. and you and i don't know what what's going to work for you anyway Back to I'm what to I'm excited about. A
2: soul. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I don't want to give any advice. I'm just telling you what happened to me yeah. and then you can take it or leave
0: it. Take it or leave. it. Same way. Now, well, I do get into advising people when I shouldn't. So I'll try okay. I should try to do that less than I do. But I'm telling you for me. When I'm eating low carb, I just thought it was so great and so good, and it, it was a certain amount of work, and you're counting this. Well, how many carbs are in typically in this thing or in that thing or in the ranch dressing or in this salad from Wendy's, whatever it is? Right. And I get good at that, and I get used to it. Oh, my gosh, I'll make these slaws that are so good that I can just eat, yeah. or I'll make the cauliflower spaghetti noodles or whatever, pizza crust, I'm, you know, you spend a lot of time and money trying to oh, pretend yeah. like you're a normal person. Say, well, I'm eating a pizza crust too, but mine's made of a chicken. Whatever it is, <laughs> whatever it is, that takes a lot of time and effort and money. And 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 then you're doing the sweeteners, like, oh, well, I don't eat your ice cream, but I have this other special ice cream that I have to make in my ice cream maker and get the stevia and the vanilla. Here's how I and you, you know, you just get yes. it. And that's good. It's good to get into that stuff and do it. But you're still basically trying to pretend like you eat carbs without and yep. tricking your mind to it. And so I'm okay with that. I'm pretty good at it. But that is the part that actually fatigued me when I'd break out of it, or I'd plan cheat days once a month, or i travel a lot. So I say when I travel, then i eat whatever I want when I'm home. I'll do this hard, difficult meal planning, all that stuff. And when I tried this meat-only thing, this carnivore thing, I didn't, I said, you know what, why don't I just not drink Diet Cokes or anything too, just to make sure, just to try that out. And it didn't take me three or four days, and I didn't even think about it again. I was like not pacing around looking for fake ice cream or or drink. I wasn't, it just, I don't even think about anything. I don't think about food at all. I don't even think about it. It's total
2: freedom. Yes. You only think of food when you are truly hungry, and then you eat, and you are truly full, and you're done, you're set. That's right.
0: I don't even, it, it does not, like. I don't drink any sweetened things or a popsicle. I would I eat four sugar-free popsicles at night just before, oh, yeah. just to stay low carb. And now I don't even think about anything sweet mm-hmm. at all. I don't think about. It's almost weird. Part of me feels guilty about it. That here's the only way I can say it. it's similar to. It's like, it's like not having a sex drive or something. Like you don't miss it if you don't. Miss, you don't care if you don't care. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, which seems like I'm you're kind of missing out in a way. But on the other hand, it's like, well, I don't have, I don't worry about it. Like, I don't think, well, I got to go to that restaurant and at that place I can order this to substitute that. I just, yeah, I do the same thing you said. I watch my family eat dinner or we go out and just don't even think about eating while I'm sitting at dinner with everybody. It's not even hard.
2: It's wild. Yeah. It's yes. not
0: even hard. It's bizarre. Like, I mean, it, it's so it's I like just you've when taken I get home that like the anti
2: venom shot or something. Yeah. Or you have some vaccine, you're just a yeah, It's weird. To it all of a yeah. sudden. It is
0: and I I didn't know if that was common for everybody, if I'm just crazy or I'm I'm so super disciplined, which is not my experience with myself. That's not my experience that oh I'm just hard nosed, white knuckle, I can handle whatever no. that's not really me at all. It's just this not is me this either. is just kind of easy. And it might be easy because I'm genetically suited or I'm a specific person that's built this way. It does not seem as easy for other people. I will acknowledge that. And maybe it's but not good for them. Tried. I don't know. I don't well, you're right. That's I don't know who's tried. Yeah. I don't know because most people think it sounds so absurd to try. They haven't tried.
2: So um I help admin a Facebook page. Um, and it is zeroing in on health. And at that page we have seventeen thousand members. Zero carvers.
1: Wow. That's seventeen
2: thousand. And so I get a lot of feedback and I give a lot of feedback in return. Uh huh. Of people who are actually trying this. And we say, you know, if you want to, just give it 30 days, see how you feel. And typically, if somebody can truly do zero carb for 30 days, they never want to go back.
0: And so, and this is no, that's what is so interesting. Like, there's no cheat day here. Like, people, I know people there's that do no this che- and Saturdays that go all out. And I'm like, well, if you don't, then by the next Saturday, you're not even going to care. Like, it doesn't even yeah. matter anymore. Like, it's way easier to just not.
2: Exactly. And that, and,
0: but I, but is, are there some people that just don't respond well to this, though? I mean, there has to be.
2: Um, by respond well, if you mean there are some people that don't quickly lose weight,
1: mm-hmm.
2: absolutely, there are some people who take longer to lose weight. We find that um, middle age or older women, it takes a lot longer. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they can eat this way for one year before they start to see weight loss. They don't gain, necessarily. They just mm-hmm. don't lose But they typically will stick with it because they feel so good. And it's the freedom. When you say, I didn't know if this was true for everybody, that is almost a universal with this diet. Is the number one reason people stick with it is they're finally free. From yeah. their addiction
0: to food. It could, I just can't explain what it is like for me and my even just my normal mindset. Uh, I, I wear the same clothes every day. Like I I, I mean, I, I change them. I have a bunch of black T-shirts and hoodies and this hat. Okay. I have several of them. I change clothes every day or two, but I wear the same thing every day. It's the same feeling to me. I don't think about what I wear or eat yeah I don't, I don't worry about those things or think about them at all. It doesn't matter you have
2: so much more headspace now, right? Like, yeah you can it's think wonderful about other things
0: yes, I do worry about other stuff. I got plenty yeah. to learn and do and talk about and time to spend but I don't need to worry about my shirt or what I'm what side dish I'm gonna meal plan and make and well, take and to carry with me I don't worry about that. I just stop at Wendy's yeah. and get four patties. Okay. That's what yes. I do. That's what I do.
2: I did it just like two hours ago. I'm going to do it as
0: soon as school. I get done with you. It's on my way home. It'll oh. cost me about $8 or something like that.
2: Yes. It's but. about twice as much at Wendy's as it is McDonald's, but I do. Oh, I love them both. I can't even I choose. love them both too. Yeah. I typically, today I went through Wendy's and got four and then went to McDonald's right around the corner and got four. (laughs) Just because I didn't want to be parked. Don't you hate it when they have to park you? Mm -hmm. They'll say, oh, we pull into reserve spot one. Oh.
0: I went to this place. We have this place called Mod Pizza. I think it's a chain. I don't know where else they have it, but there's multiple of them here in Seattle. And, uh, they it's unlimited toppings on your pizza. You just tell them what you want, and they do salads too. So I go through there and my, I take my daughters, whatever, just whoever wants pizza, yeah. and I just get a salad. And I've always been happy with that. And then when I'm eating meat only, I've been through there, and I've been so embarrassed to make the order that I want, even though you just order a salad <laughs> and just tell them what you want. That yeah. I said, uh, they asked me what greens I wanted, and I was like, uh. I'll have the spinach. Just put some, some spinach in there. And then I was going to load up on meat. And then I went through and got all the meats I wanted and kept going and kept going. But I got the spinach in there just because I felt so silly. I didn't want to be embarrassed with my order. And then I sat there and picked out all the spinach and (laughs) threw it away. And then I ate all the meat out when I got to my table.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Now the question is, would that little bit of spinach have killed you? And people ask me that all the time. Would it have hurt you to eat that little bit of spinach? And the answer is no, I don't even want it now. Yeah, I don't want it. Yeah. I'm I'm good. (laughs)
0: No <laughs> That is just so funny I mean what, what are you Okay so what are all the things That people are saying Y'all are stupid I mean most of the people Listening say Y'all are stupid Right I can't believe y'all Are that dumb To eat this way And here's the reason why And they've got a bunch right. Of reasons But they're yeah. all disconnected And none of them Really are holding weight When I test them Or think through them Or whatever mm-hmm. So let's go through The things that people Typically think So the first one's The the well, uh, vitamins You get scurvy, right? I mean, you have scurvy, I'm sure, (laughs) just like the people coming over on the boat didn't have any vitamin C for 30 days, and they got scurvy. So how do you not have scurvy? So,
2: If you were to eat, say, just dried-out jerky or um, non-fresh meat,
1: Mm -hmm.
2: always, you could potentially develop problems because you would be missing some nutrients. Um, The fat is drained, dried out of your meat. However, fresh meat, look it up. People, just look it up. You, the list of nutrients in fresh red meat. And it being frozen does not mess that up, by the way. I don't mean fresh, never frozen. I just Mm -hmm. mean meat, Mm -hmm. undehydrated meat. Um, They obviously could not take a pile of steaks across the ocean on boats. Right. It's not it like they spoiled. had fresh
0: meat either. Yes, they that's did not out.
2: have fresh meat or they would not have gotten scurvy. Mm-hmm. That's not a thing with actual you, meat. But
0: all the vitamins are in uh, the potassium. you got to have a banana for that. Vitamin C, you must eat an orange for that. And uh, calcium, you must uh, have uh, green vegetables for that.
2: So the first thing is that red meat actually has a huge list of nutrients and vitamins in it Mm -hmm. more than people realize. And the second thing is it's the carbs that are causing you to need all that people say that you need in all these multivitamins Mm -hmm. that, um, without the carbs are causing malabsorption and of the vitamins. Again, just Google it. (laughs) It's, Mm -hmm. it's a thing. Um, it, if you, once you remove the carbs, You don't need as much of the multivitamins. People say, my blood work, my doctor has it done, I think partly just because he's curious too. And he has my vitamins, calcium, everything tested. Even when I'm on a year where I don't touch dairy, every single category, every level is perfectly in range. Mm
0: -hmm. And so you literally in the last year haven't had a piece of fruit.
2: I have not had a piece of fruit in more than eight years. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> I so have cool. not had a vegetable in eight years, except when I succumbed to eating a pickle while I was pregnant because I just couldn't take it anymore. I ate the pickle.
0: You haven't but, had a second more than one pickle, more than thirty grams of vegetable in in
2: eight years. Eight years. That is correct. Okay. That is correct. I do not take a vitamin. If there were anything, you do not exercise. I do not exercise. If there was something missing from my diet, surely after eight years, it would show up on blood work. I literally got my blood work back this past week. Okay, Everything is perfectly... Hey, your bowel range.
0: movements are okay. That's another thing, fiber.
2: Not, yes, It just it I do happens not
0: eat. to be not, a non-issue there.
2: Exactly. Mm-hmm. It's never an issue, not even when pregnant. And for people who are having an issue, just up your fat. It will resolve itself. I speak from someone who has a Literally thousands of people who have asked me this. I don't just go around advising people how to poop. But if someone asks me, Mm -hmm. I'm having trouble pooping. And I say, well, you should try upping your fat for real. It works every time.
0: Mm -hmm. A few tablespoons of MCT oil or whatever. Just anything like
2: that. It's an untrimmed ribeye. Yeah, You know, dip your burger in some bacon fat for Mm -hmm. a couple of nights. Yeah. 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 It's plenty of fat.
0: So next one is, Okay. Smarty pants. We obviously right. have evolved these teeth for eating vegetables, so we're supposed to be eating them. That's why you have molars.
2: Yeah, there are plenty of meat eaters who have very, very similar teeth to us. That's This is getting a little outside of my, um, a little bit more in the technical scientific realm, and I've read enough just to know, like, to be satisfied mm-hmm. for myself,
1: mm-hmm.
2: that our teeth are very carnivorous in nature <laughs> but not enough to be able to like shoot anybody down really my answer i don't even deal with a whole bunch of hey smarty pants what do you think about it? <laughs> i just say look here's my answer uh-huh. it's working so well for me that i don't care what shape my teeth are i'm gonna eat this way because i went from being 260 pounds and miserable with boils all of myself and infertile to now i feel amazing I wear a size four. I have three kids. My acne cleared up. I have not had one boil since I cut out carbs. Why would I care what my teeth are shaped as?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Like, there's, I don't even, it doesn't matter to me at all. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because I feel really good.
0: Well, the way I like to think about that one is, you know, and I don't think it's really a stretch. It's just like, it, to me, I think about it as, and this is, look, I can't back all this stuff up with science, and there's not enough studies on people doing this at all no. to be anything, no. there's just not, We don't the data's not there, so all we can go on is experience and anecdote and thought right. experiment, that's all we can do at this point, but that doesn't mean it's not worth doing and exploring, that we won't have more tests later on and studies, yeah. but... Yeah, I'm surprised there's even 17,000 people in the community. That yeah. sounds like a huge number to me. but uh,
2: It is. It's a huge group. They keep us very busy over there. But the way Dr. I th- Sean, you know Sean Baker? Yep. Dr. Sean yeah, Baker? He is currently working on doing some research on zero carvers mm-hmm. right now. He's doing a huge large group study. So that could be interesting once he's done with that. But yep. you're right. There's very little data on us.
0: But I would think of it in th- terms of if I'm thinking about evolution and how we developed and how we're built and what we created. I've... I, You know, there's some sense in me that thinks it's hard to explain, but it's like if you if you put everything else aside and you look at a food tray and there's a high density, high caloric density food, that is what the people are going to always get, and that is a that's built into humans. You won't see leftover ribs at a catering tray. You won't ever. See that. So I don't care what people say is healthy or what they think or what how they order the big tubs of all the other food that sits there afterwards. The high de- caloric density fatty foods, of course they taste good, but those will be consumed by the humans first. That is true population-wide, and that's for a reason, and that's because it's the best, highest nutrient caloric density, and that's the point of eating that everybody who's ever evolved to was trying to do. And so, yes, it's amazing that in times of famine, you can gnaw on leaves all day and get some calories out of that and survive, and your species didn't go extinct. Good for you. It's a good thing we got some molars, but in the presence of hamburgers, nobody's ever eaten leaves no chimp right. would do that. No no animal yeah. in the world that w- that had the ability to eat a hamburger, whatever, eat leaves <laughs> or yeah. shrubbery. That's just not how that would work. And so it makes a little bit of sense to me that we have the ability to consume these other things and long intestines to process them. You know, good. Good for us. I'm glad that it's possible for us to digest th- that food. But right. in, if you have the, the good stuff available that's obviously what you should eat, then that's what you should eat. That's the way yeah. I think of, of, the, that, okay. of that kind of thing, at least.
2: I like it. <laughs> it seems to make sense
0: <laughs> to me. But it just feels so natural. Like, all I needed was permission is what I feel like. It was like, yeah. that's all I needed was somebody to say, you're not crazy. Just eat the good stuff.
2: Yeah. That's
0: all. I feel like that's all I needed. And maybe it doesn't work out. Who knows? So what's the next one? The next one would be, okay, but you're eating all this. You're going to have some kind of cancer or something. Heart disease and cancer. Those are the next two. How about those? Do you worry about them and why not?
2: One of the major um, reasons for cancer, if they're going to grow it in a lab, they do two main things I've been told, and that is cut the oxygen and increase the inflammation or feed it sugar. Mm -hmm. So without carbs and sugars, I am hopeful. Now, I am 39. I have a lot of time, hopefully, to find out what will happen to me. I don't know. Yeah. However, I truly believe that without the inflammation in my body, that's got to be good. I was so inflamed before eating a very standard American diet. I wasn't doing anything odd when I was mm-hmm. overweight and getting boils. I was, I was trying. Granted, I was eating a lot of cereal, but I was really trying too. I eat vegetables, um, but there was so much inflammation in my body. It was literally coming out in staph infections. Mhm. That to me sounds more cancer <laughs>
0: Well, definitely they say the sugar is is runaway for cancer. It's a good it's the it's best fuel is sugar. So just to do that yes. alone. But I think people just picture like, well, if you eat I mean, I know it's people thinking you eat the gross red fatty meat and then it's going to go into your arteries and sit there, which isn't true. And then Not they at all. they think, well, then then you have all that meat just rotting in your colon and certainly you'll oh, get colon gosh. cancer. But that just isn't that just doesn't really even make it's sense.
2: Just a myth. It is just a myth. Um, there was one zero carb. Man, I wish I could think of the blog or this person's name even, but it just stuck in my head. Anyway, this person had long ago had to have, way before starting a zero carb diet had to have a total colon removal with a bag.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, colostomy like, bag. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Okay. So serious. And then many years later was having health issues, and a doctor had advised a zero-carb all-meat diet. And the doctor and this person really found out just, I mean, it doesn't get any more straightforward what's going through your body than looking Mm -hmm. at it in a bag. It goes
0: down your throat, it sits in your stomach a little bit, and then whatever didn't get acidified by your stomach acid is now in a plastic bag on your waist. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yep. Yep. It's a pretty clear-cut way to look at what you just ate.
0: Skipping... Your intestines.
2: Yeah, it it was amazing to her, first of all, how much better her um, just health improved Mm -hmm. and also how much improved the waist was that she could literally see in this bag.
0: Right, because the meat dissolves in your stomach. You goofballs. You have I mean, so it's little it's waste. soft tissue. I mean, what do you think yeah. it does? I mean, there's no there's not much in it. It's mostly water and nutrients and fat and protein and you absorb it and it you chew yeah. it up and it's almost nothing and then it of course your stomach deals with it. What what's left to go? I mean, people with the colostomy bags that less they don't have a bunch of heavy waste in there. It's less than people eating vegetables. Is that yeah. That's what the person yeah. reported.
2: Exactly mm-hmm. right. Yes. Instead of having a bag full of fibrous material, you basically have very little waste at all mm-hmm. because your body can utilize it and digest it. Yeah. Instead of just, you know, shooting it out into a bag.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, the, that, that's just a function of the caloric density. I mean, if something weighs 100 grams and almost all of it, it and it's got 95 grams of, of protein and fat in it, then what you got five grams left of not. Yeah. Digestible stuff. If you eat uh, the vegetables 100 grams, it's probably got, you know, one gram of of carb and two grams of protein. And I mean, and, and it's still what is, you know, it's almost all waste. Yeah. That's what you're eating yeah, you when just, you're eating vegetables. Nothing.
2: Yeah. Right. You're right.
0: A, cal- a, a a pickle, when you said that, it's funny because I've thought about that and did the math on that before, but a pickle is five calories. And you have to chew all of that pickle up and swallow it to get five. <laughs> five calories of the 2,000 you need for your body to run that day. I mean, that's hilarious. Yeah, and most hilarious. of it
2: will be waste that your body has to deal with. Well, of course, you have to eat that calories. whole
0: pickle to get five calories. So yeah. now you have to eat 400 pickles to get your 2,000 calories. And well, I'm telling
2: you, from being insane. on a pickle diet for a few weeks, it takes a lot of pickles,
0: man. <laughs> a lot of pickles. Well, yeah, but my math tells me it's literally 400 a day to maintain any kind of metabolism, and that's absurd. And it's almost yeah. all poop.
2: Yeah, that's all
0: it is. You just make a bunch of poop. Yeah, people
2: have questions about poop on this diet. They should ask about the, the all pickle, pickle diet, diet right? the not kale work. diet,
0: whatever. That's yeah. that's all that is to me. But that is very interesting. So, you are you aware of people that have done more than eight years on this? I mean, is there just? I mean, it's it's hard to to sit here and talk about something that sounds so absurd and not try to. It's really hard. I'm new to it, by the way. I've only been doing it since January. Um, all right, but it's really hard. To, for something to be so too good to be true or there's got to be a, you know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm still intrepid. I'm looking for like, are these just nut people that just are crazy that do this? Or am I crazy? Is it just a bias that I like meat? So I justify everything else. Is there, what's the downsides here?
2: Um, well, I know quite a few people who have done it for longer than I have. Even mm-hmm. we, we meet up, we call them meetups and we go to restaurants around the country um
0: M E A T meet
2: Washington. Up. Do we do what?
0: M E A T meetup.
2: We do call them M-E-A-T, okay. <laughs> of
0: course.
2: Yes. And Charles Washington, I mentioned earlier, he had his 10 year anniversary in 2017. Um, Dana Spencer is another admin at um a Zero Carb Health Facebook page. And I've hung out with her some. She's got about 10 years for her to there. Are Amber O'Hearn, she is really into the science. She goes around to low carb forums around the world and speaks as a zero carber. Mm-hmm. And I think she's probably got about 10 years. Oh, Joe Anderson and his wife, they have been doing this closer to 20 years now. They eat about two pounds of ribeyes every day. Mm-hmm. And I've done it for about twenty years. Oh my gosh, these two people are about the hottest humans I've ever seen in my life.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and they like ribeyes. Ribeyes are more expensive than the burger patties. Yeah, but, they are. But,
2: yeah, uh, but I do, do I do.
0: If I get a good deal on ribeyes, I get, get them and put some in the freezer or whatever, basically. But
2: yeah. So I have seen people who've been at it longer than I am. And I figure I'm going to keep doing this as long as it is working and it is still working so well, I'd be crazy to change a thing because I'm currently living my dream. I'm living the dream of looking the way I was always wished I could with little kids and energy to play with them, clear skin, zero of food addictions. I just feel healthy and happy. The blood work I wished I could have always had, but my doctor always fussing, you know, why would I change? And if it ever stops working, I can Mm reevaluate. But seeing people who have been doing this 10 to 20 years is really encouraging because they still feel the same way I do.
0: So let me make a point here. And that is whenever you hear something like this, you just go, okay, well, what is she selling? So what are you selling? Of course, you want more people to look at your blog. But as far as I can tell, I mean, you're not you're not trying to do anything here. It doesn't seem to no, me like you, ha- to like you don't benefit from if you can get people in no. this camp. Now, you do have some no. stickers for sale, however, so that might be <laughs> what this is all yeah. about. And, oh, look, you got a coffee mug, too, that says zero carb. Well, maybe you are selling something. You have a bunch well, of financial your- gain out here by telling people <laughs> how to eat. they're going to buy your coffee mug and you're just going to get rich. I don't
2: want any of you to buy one single thing off of that blog. What about your
0: I- secret book that, of, of all the secret tips that they need?
2: I have zero books (laughs) I've ever written and zero books I plan to ever write in my life. I don't want to make a dime off of this. I really don't. In fact, I was on the cover of Women's World magazine. They offered to pay me and I said, I will not take it. Do not write a check because I want to always be able to say that I do this for free because I truly want to help people. I also want to get word out to make life easier for myself, for my family, my family. Mm -hmm. Even my children are very low carb. They're not zero carb. I want people who were out oh, there struggling like myself. I would like for them to be have freedom as well and to be able to live the life they want. I am not out to make a dime.
0: Yeah, and I, it seems to be true. I mean, everybody likes to have some claim of how they're not out here, or whatever. But there's always, you know, it's like, you know, people even just with their career, they have a book and stuff. And there's nothing wrong with yep. that. Like, there's nothing no, wrong fine. with somebody writing a book or making money on something that is also yep. helpful. But in the health world, it. becomes problematic. It really is problematic that people sell in supplements or diet I have a
2: career and and I enjoy making money off of my career. And I have been teaching music in elementary school for 17 years. Mm -hmm. That's my career. Mm -hmm. And so it has nothing to do with avoiding carbs. It's just, I I really do enjoy talking about carb reduction.
0: That is awesome. Now, here's the, here is what I'm, worried about at the moment. I've always okay. been convinced of this fact. Now I've I'm different than you in that I've always been very skinny. I've never been able okay. to put on weight. Um and I've always eaten almost whatever I wanted, fluctuated within 15 pounds of what I weighed in high school. At the, you know, net, just not able to even put on weight when I've tried or worked out. I wow. am, am afraid. I'm afraid. I've always known that when I get older in life, I'm worried about being frail, not having enough muscle mass, and wasting yes. away as a as that. So I actually, over the next couple of decades, intend to increase my weight and size and mass. And so I'm uh-huh. wondering if you know. For somebody like you, and I really think that's a, a huge issue. I think people going into old age really need muscle mass. Yeah. I really believe that. that. Is that something that doesn't concern you at all? So I'm going to try and figure out a way to also eat similar to this, but I'm going to have to eat a lot. I'm probably going to eat four pounds of meat, and I'm going to try to work out. And I don't like working out. I've never really worked out. I've tried a few times with no results. But I do feel like I need to put on weight and muscle as I approach my later stages of life.
2: Yeah. So unlike a lot of diets, especially calorie restricted diets, um, like if you ever watch Biggest Loser at the end of the show, the people who have lost weight kind of look like deflated beach balls mm-hmm. and almost always have to have skin removal surgery mm-hmm. because they have restricted calories and worked out so much. They have lost their muscle mass, even though they're lifting, they and especially, heavens, once they stop that regime, the weight comes right back, mm-hmm. but they they tend to starve themselves down to that weight. Uh, people on zero-carb diets, I have never known, and this is the honest to gosh truth, one single zero-carber who lost, even if they lost well over 100 pounds like myself, who had to have skin removal surgery.
0: You don't have any uh, extra skin? No.
2: No, I do not. And neither do the other zero-carbers that I know. And I believe it is because this is such a high-calorie, high-protein diet. It preserves your muscles. You are not eating away your own muscles because mm-hmm. of starvation. You're not starving. You're not hungry. You're feeding your body properly
1: mm-hmm.
2: and still losing body fat, and your muscles stay very much intact. In fact, lots of bodybuilders prefer this diet, and it's a pretty big diet in the zero in the um like bodybuilding community. Yeah, like Sean is Baker so, is
0: is has a lot of muscle oh, too. Oh man, he's a beast, yeah, yeah, right?
2: Yeah, yeah, because it's so good for preserving and feeding your muscles.
0: But Are you not worried about like, are you going to want to put on weight later in life? Like, that's what I'm, you know, just from your point of view, you seem I so. Just, I just don't want
2: to put on fat, but not, I don't, mm, I don't know, I've never had to think about well, that.
0: Well, I, I that, that's just, you know, you take that with a grain of salt, but uh, you know, I think that's what people got to think about. I'm kind of big on it, seems kind of logical to me too. Like, you, if you don't have any much meat on your bones then you're gonna get I'm more frail when you get
2: old you no, know I'm still pretty muscular and I was able to carry three babies pregnancies mm-hmm. which says that you've got what you need and also nurse three babies for a very long extended period of time and that takes body having extra to give you mm-hmm. know you can't just make food for another human if you don't have that to give. I think these are all good signs that your diet is providing plenty. You know, to mm-hmm. be able to carry and nurse another person. Um, I am not scrawny. I do have quite a bit of muscle still. And I'm not what you would describe as um, people don't say, oh, you're too skinny. You need mm-hmm. to gain some of that back. I got that quite a bit on a low carb diet when I was overworking, but I don't hear that now. It's a it's a healthy fan, more of a just a fit look mm-hmm. instead of like gaunt. So that's I, interesting I,
0: that about the starving yourself and then having extra skin because it's like something it's a it's a weird it's different than change it you know that, that i could see how that might be a difference it's hard to understand i'd like to think a little bit more about that and read about it but your skin's not exactly a muscle but it makes some sense that you're properly you're in proper nutrition when you're on a TV show where you get more famous, the more weight you lose is yeah, you just starve yourself, and then you got a bunch yeah. of skin. Hanging. That's not that's kind of unnatural, I think, yeah, or maybe it's natural, but in the bad way because many you know, people have starved to death, for, and I imagine that's what, like
2: people who have gastric bypass surgery frequently have to have mm-hmm. extra skin removed because they have literally starved themselves, they don't feel hungry. Well, a but, lot of
0: people just have one baby feel like they have extra skin they want to get removed after, yeah, like just from that's simple true. stuff like that. So, I don't know, that's true but it seems like this is more proportional or something about it, it seems like it's not natu- it's like it's not starving to lose weight it's just reconfiguring your metabolism and it's just a reconfiguration of how how you're burning fuel and how it's working or something like that
2: yeah i've seen a lot of before and after pictures and it it never ceases to amaze me how good people look after losing hundred pounds and Versus in my real life, when I see people who have lost 100 pounds, you think, wow, she's skinny, but I wouldn't always describe it as looking mm-hmm. good. You know, hair falling out, that's a very typical <laughs> thing. Gastric bypass, yeah. very thin hair, a gaunt look, sagging face and features. That is not typical of a zero carver mm-hmm. who has lost 100 pounds.
0: And so, how not many carbs do your children eat a day?
2: I don't actually calculate. So here's what my kids, and you know, it's cool. They've never, because they have never had certain foods, they have zero desire for them. And sometimes people are like, oh, gosh, that's so cruel. What They don't want them now. My kids are six, five, and one. Now the baby would eat whatever I threw at her. I'm sure she would eat a cookie
1: mm-hmm.
2: if I just threw it in front. But the six-year-old and five-year-old actually hate the smell of sweets. And have no desire for it. Um, they eat fruits and vegetables and meat, fruits, vegetables, meat, and dairy, mm-hmm. uh, and eggs, but they don't eat grains at all. So we basically eat almost like gluten.
0: Gluten free on accident. Even... It's just on accident that you're. Yeah, yeah, I sometimes
2: <laughs> just tell people, "Yeah, no gluten here, please." Yeah. <laughs> but they're not celiac or anything. Right. They just we don't eat grains.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, I'm sure. I mean, it's all. It's like I'm gluten free just on accident, is the way I look at it. So if yeah. there's something there, then whatever. But that's not the point. Yeah, exactly. we're
2: dye free on accident, gluten free on accident, sugar free on accident. Um, the reason I do this with my kids has nothing to do with weight. You know, I people say, well, "Are you worried about their weight?" Oh my gosh, no, of course not. They're children. It is because of how bad I felt eating a standard American diet. Mm-hmm. The the troubles that I went through, and how much better I felt without grains. I'm kind of trying to save them that. And at this point, they don't have any interest in it anyway. Mm-hmm. So it's easy. I don't have to tell them no ever. They don't ask. They don't want it.
0: That's that's excellent. I mean, that seems hard to deal with. I know it's hard about, to believe, hard but, to it believe. Is,
2: but their teachers, everybody who is around them in real life knows that they are the happiest, most excited about life. Sweetest little kids ever. Do and if y'all do you ask them. Halloween, though. They have on Halloween, they do not even ask. They say, mm. they literally say, ugh. And I'm like, mm,
0: I know. I, cons- even at these words come out of my much mouth. That's for me. That's over the line.
2: <laughs> I can imagine people. I know nobody's believing this. That's okay. <laughs> you can just move on. But. <laughs> It's true. No, I find it's you good.
0: believable. I just, it's hard. I can't, I can't imagine doing that or achieving it, but I do, I do find you, belie- for what it's worth, I'm giving you a hard time on some stuff, but I'm. I find you very credible and believable. That's for sure.
2: Well, thank you. Because my, I, I wouldn't I have, if I, my experience
0: yeah. didn't validate it. I would just be so skeptical. I just really would be. But my yeah. experience kind of validates what you're saying, which is why it's It fun. makes me it very happy to talk to, talk to, to someone in an interview that, that
2: gets it, that's that's lived it for a while. It's good. I, I haven't been doing long, just, it long. i just
0: like, wow. And again, it just feels like, well, somebody just told me, oh, you know the good stuff that you like? Just eat that only and whatever. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. Right? <laughs> but, no. but which kind of makes sense that you're built that way, I mean, it kind yes. of makes sense every other species of animal eats what they're supposed to because they get if they can just find it, and we're very lucky to be able to go to Wendy's and get dollar patties yes. that's what I mean it's kind of crazy, so it it, and and yes, people are right. if you could give you heroin or candy, you would like that too, just because you like it doesn't mean you should have it, yes, right. but let me reiterate to you that. You know, refined sugars and refined pharmaceuticals and drugs are not naturally occurring. So there's a little bit of no. a difference in my natural craving for ribeye yeah. than there is uh pixie sticks, which I like both, yeah. by the way. But Oh, okay. I love yeah. I love candy. I mean I I love it. It's like a drug, but it's not a naturally occurring thing in the same way that right. meat is. So I think it's a little bit more important to listen to that. To the natural cravings of things that you can find naturally that support all of human you know, development You're out there, you're hunting the you know, four-legged creatures all day And eventually you get one and then you eat as much as you want or can when you find it And we're lucky enough to have that all the time And then people right. choose to eat fat-free snack cookies instead yeah. Unbelievable, unbelievable right. to me now that yeah. I, so you know, th- I'm so happy that people like you are giving people like me permission to just try it.
1: <laughs> just I mean, that's all it.
0: I needed was permission. So I appreciate your work and people out there. So many people in the low carb and cholesterol and doctors. Sean Baker and I had uh, who did I have? I've had a bunch of different people on uh, talking about this stuff. I just appreciate it so much. A lot of them, it's not their living; they're not selling stuff. They're just doing. No. E- I mean, you know, research. You could say research, but they're just. Trying things, they're guinea pigging themselves, they're making a community. It's really fun, it's really exciting. So, thank you for being on the show today. And I would like for people to check out your blog, but it doesn't seem like it's the you, it's obviously not your career or anything like that. But you share your experiences at my zero carb life. And is there other Facebook groups or anything else you want to tell people to go to?
2: Um, if they just need support, the, the two that I would recommend the most, and again, I'd get nothing if there were four million members, it does not benefit me at all. It just means I answer more questions, and that's mm-hmm. okay. But, um, the two that I regularly check out is zero carb health and zeroing in on health. Um, and at my blog, I know, um, one question I don't think we really got to, and if people are curious, I said that my dad is a pastor Mm -hmm. and I'm a Christian and sometimes Christians have a lot of questions about, well, what about daily bread and the fruit (laughs) of the spirit and all the things from the Bible. So I did address this, um, in a, there's a blog post called Jesus Christ and Carbohydrates. I know oh, where out of time right now. And also, my voice is gone. I'm a music teacher, and it's just gone. So <laughs> um, if people do want to just Google either Kelly Hogan, Jesus Christ, carbohydrates, anything like that, it'll come up. And it's also at myzerocarblife.com. It's just a frequent question that I get asked.
0: You said because Jesus made the five, fed the 5,000 with fish and bread, you know.
2: Yeah, so <laughs> I know. But I tried to include um, some some thoughts that I'd had about it in scripture as well. And also the fact that it's not like they had produce laying around like we do now. Right. And bread was cut so different back then. But anyway, if people are interested in that, that could be a reason. That do, is thoughts.
0: there any, th- I mean, look, I know your answer to this, but is there, any, do you have any thoughts on the, you know, just general animal well-being and cruelty and the factory farming and the, you know, all, you know the-
2: um, I love animals. I truly do. And I believe that I am part of, the food cycle Mm -hmm. part of the life cycle. When I die, I will also be eaten by very small animals and I hope they enjoy me. Mm -hmm. And if a lion were here, he would be a large animal that would eat me as well. And I would expect no apologies out in the woods. If Mm -hmm. something were to get me, I, I believe that God made animals. Um, there's certainly scripture to talk about every moving thing. In fact, Genesis, every moving thing that lives shall be food for you. Mm -hmm. So I, I think it's, I feel okay with it. I'm at peace that I will someday be eaten. I shall eat animals. It makes me feel my best and be a productive human. But
0: mm-hmm. well, we and, probably could treat them better, you know what I mean, in some oh, of the conditions yeah, no. and stuff. We've got to work on that as a society. We've got to improve it. I'm that. with you on that. But Yeah,
2: I agree. I'm totally against animal cruelty, but I frequently get asked, like, how can you deal with the fact that you eat the animals? Oh, yeah, and no, so I I I that, that's that not, that's, that's,
0: that's, that's, I wouldn't even entertain the concern of why we would eat animals. Oh, okay. It's just, it's just, too. if you're going to consume that much meat with the 2.99 a pound ground beef, you have yeah. to know on the back how you get ground beef for 2.99 a pound, that there's, right. there's a dark side to that, basically. that That's yeah, unfortunate and, and I don't know what local, to do about it exactly, but yeah, hunting I've is great, local, local is great. Eating. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. It's good. And hopefully um, we we'll get there. Who, if you have to choose between your health, though, if your only option is I could eat zero carb, but I can only do it very cheaply because I don't have the money, I'm going to choose my health at this mm-hmm. point. So,
0: yep. No, I mean I, that I, may yep. sound like the crude no. I know it's though. no. I agree. I mean it's the same answer I have. It's like well, I, I can say that I care about animals and I do. But yeah, I I, I hope we can work on that as a society. But I had to at least take care of me first in a way. Yeah, I do care about
2: people's health even more than
0: that. And I'll try to do what I can. I'd love to hunt and get my own meat or get it. You know, maybe I can grow into that and I'd love to. So I do intend. I don't mean to be frivolous or careless with our resources or water or animals or anything like that. So that's worth noting. But that has nothing to do with health. Like on the the health side, veganism is just just dumb. I was just so yeah. <laughs> I don't know what else to say.
2: <laughs> well, from your lips, man. Yeah. I, yeah.
0: But I appreciate it very much, very much, Kelly. So I enjoyed talking to you today, and I think I'll send this episode over to you. We'll probably put it up uh, next week, something like that, and uh, maybe you want to share it if you enjoyed it.
2: Great. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. All right. Thank you. You're welcome. Bye-bye.
0: You've been listening to the Jabberjaw Podcast Network, jabberjawmedia.com.
3: to anyone interested, through the exploration of texts and deep dives into various moral topics. You can find Practical Stoicism where you're already listening to podcasts by searching for Practical Stoicism or by going to StoicismPod.com. I invite you to give it a listen today. You just might like it.
1: Hey there, I'm Johnny Christ from Revenge Sevenfold, and I've got a podcast called Drinks with Johnny you're going to want to check out. I sit down with a bunch of different people from all different walks of life, from professional wrestlers to actors, comedians, fighters, musicians, everything in between. I'm just looking to make some friends and have a good time doing it. So if that sounds like something you're into, go check out Drinks With Johnny, streaming everywhere now.